Hey y'all, welcome to Mini Chat Podcast. It's your girl Heaven, and today I'm here with Brianna, and I know y'all not tired of me yet. Mm, they're not. They're definitely not. Anyway, so this podcast is definitely sad. I'm pretty sure we all have lost somebody due to a Chicago killing or definitely a killing in general. Um, Starting off this podcast, I'm definitely going to hand it over to Brianna. So there you go, girl. So pretty much I have an issue with the fact that there is a lot of well, the percentage of killings in Chicago have went up when they were starting to go down. And because most of them are due to black-on-black crimes, but it's a huge percentage of them due to police brutality as well. And that is not acceptable at all. Like, Mm -hmm. as a city or as a unit of black people as a whole, we need to do better. Because they don't care about killing us and they for damn sure don't care about us killing each other and it's not getting any better it seems like it's just getting worse and me and you both have dealt with losing people through gun violence or just losing people through violence in general and i don't want to cut you off but i want to add on to what you said um about like the killings going up so if you guys don't know in chicago 485 people have been killed this year. That is like 136 more than 2019. So it's definitely getting worse. Don't you agree, Brianna? Way worse. I I feel like this is basically like we repeating history all over again. Like when definitely. riots in the 80s and 90s was happening. Like it's continuously a cycle that's not going to end. You remember on the 4th of July, I was watching the news, and I believe that they said, like, um, 87 people got shot and 17 injured. Like, that is absolutely crazy. And That's unacceptable. One, absolutely, like, 87 people killed in one day. And um, we wasn't supposed to. I could have sworn we said 4th of July was canceled. We were supposed to celebrate our fourth on Juneteenth. So how did this even happen? That's the real question. Y'all having gatherings and y'all arguing and beefing with the wrong people. And y'all don't know how to fight no more. Y'all just said, forget using your fist. You just going to pick up a gun and just shoot to kill. Like a motherfucker don't got family at home. Like a person don't have kids or has to take care of people, whether it's an old person. Like it's a lot of circumstances that people don't take into consideration when they kill people, especially in Chicago. Like, I don't understand. Or or not even, I want to say not even just like in general, like someone shooting you, like just like these crazy people we got out here just going around just killing or like kidnapping random children or teenagers or even adults and just deciding they just want to kill them. Like, that is like Yeah, because they just literally caught a, um, a mental patient that was just going around stabbing homeless people on trains and killing just innocent homeless people at this point. Like, oh, no. it don't I just stop at gun that. violence. It, it was on the news. Like, it's literally, they got him. He's in jail now, if not in a crazy house. But, yeah, 
like I had that conversation with my grandma and she pretty much is one of those people who tell me to be safe every time I leave out of the door because you never know dealing with people out here like right. I either a cop gonna get me or a person that's supposed to be my brother or sister gonna get me and that that's sad like you make it hard and this is directed towards the people who are doing it and haven't got caught yet you're making mm-hmm. it extremely hard for a child that's growing up in this generation to be able to even see the next day, let alone their graduation, let alone see college. Like, you taking away opportunities, and it's young kids that's getting right. killed. Like, teenagers or babies. Y'all shooting babies. That is that is the most heartbreaking shit I could ever see in a news article or in an article in general. I done right. seen four toddlers shot and killed for the wrong person like you going after one person and you miss your target and hit a kid like I could have sworn back in the day when people was actually doing this with a purpose if you shoot a child a woman or an old person you get violated y'all have no structure no more and y'all have no purpose with these guns y'all using I would see if you're using them to protect yourself against harm you're just shooting freely for no reason right. and it's like what is the point I believe and then I be saw... the same. Oh my bad. I don't... And they be the same person making a post on Facebook talking about free, free little Jaquan, free little Ray Ray and Pookie, and he shot fifteen <laughs> people. Like, girl, I'm no, a... I cannot. No. I'm so dead. Oh, I believe I saw um on Facebook because that's why I see most of like where somebody has got killed because I don't really turn on the news due to because I know that it's going to be Sasha got killed yesterday on 59th or Lulu got killed the other day on 103rd so it just got to the point I don't even want to hear it but I was scrolling through Facebook I believe last night and a little girl I don't remember her name um but she got killed the 26th of August due to a fight a 14 year old so I just I just think that it just get it gets crazier by the day. Like I can't imagine my fourteen year old going outside for a little kitty fight and just not returning home because someone decided they wanted to take it upon themselves to kill this other person and now they're spending their life in jail as a kid. It's it's just sad. It really is. Like I think that we really do need to get this under control. And I know my mom is really scared. Like I don't get into many fights, but I know that she is scared because Every time I walk out the house, I'll say, like, instead, like, I'll say later instead of goodbye because, like, my mom always had this thing, like, growing up in Chicago, do not tell me goodbye and see you later. I think that her worst fear is us going outside and just not returning living here. So I definitely would I mean, not as she should, because you literally. so many people I'm sorry who, it cut out for a minute Brianna can you repeat that I said as she should because that's something that as a parent in general they wouldn't take that situation lightly at all because right. of all of the chaos that's going on and then it's more so of a, what be going through y'all mind when y'all do this because half of the shit people be fighting for or fighting over it's pointless 
And if you're going to fight about it, just get over it. But you killing a person over some knucklehead-ass boy that probably cheating on you with some other knucklehead-ass girl or <laughs> y'all fighting, two dudes fighting over something so petty. Like, I done seen hella people that I right. went to high school with. I done seen boys get killed over gym shoes. Y'all are that oh, wow. materialistic. You want to rob somebody and the minute they tell you no, they deserve their life took over a pair of J's. Like, it's never that serious. Like, And I may- see people are starting to think that killing is a norm. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Um, You can tell me if you haven't, like, if you ever scroll through your social media and someone's getting killed and you have the other person maybe across the street zooming and recording it. Yeah, I've seen that plenty of times. Instead of reporting it, you see or that calling the police a or gun. trying to break the de-escalate the situation, you want to clout chase and be and the first person it. to be okay, TMZ, because like it's not gonna be on the news anyway. Like you just wanted to catch it first and post it on Facebook instead of you a part of the problem if you recording instead of reporting it. That's right, the, and I feel like you killed that person just as much as the yep, person with an the accessory gun. to murder just for doing that instead of trying to report and get the situation resolved. But you also got to think the way this corrupt system is set up. When it comes to a black neighborhood, the police take complete no, like they literally don't take into consideration that it's an emergency. So they take forever to get there. So by the time whatever you report gets to the police, it's going to be an hour later and that person damn near dead by the time they get there when you could have saved a life instead of recording but also police kill us too as soon as they see a gun being drawn if it's a black person they'll they'll kill them Mm. what do you what okay so what do you think about that as far as um we're already killing each other and then you have the authorities coming in helping as far as killing us in my opinion and this is probably going to sound like the biggest conspiracy theory ever, but all of this shit that they're doing right now is pretty much population control. There are a lot of people having black kids. A lot of us are being reproduced over and over again, and it's becoming to be too many of us for them to be able to control and handle. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, black people as a whole, we are the chosen race in my opinion, based off mm-hmm. of biblically, but people are starting to realize they power, black people. And it's starting to scare white people. And by white people, I mean the government, I mean the police officers that's killing all of these innocent black people mm-hmm. that are unarmed. And they're trying to set it up to where, no, we need to control this. It's too many of them. We becoming mm-hmm. outnumbered. They starting to get their own businesses. They starting to circulate their own money. So it's time to start working our way through the chopping block and cutting some of these people out of the equation. So they make a huge statement by killing somebody publicly to where it's broadcasted on the news. Then after that, once it's broadcasted, you send black people in an uproar. And then when they go in the uproar, they start doing illegal shit like the looting that happened, all of the vandalizing that happened. And then mm-hmm. most of them end up getting arrested and getting trapped back in the system. And you're not on the street. You're either going to be in jail or dead. That's mm-hmm. all they want you to be. And you may as well call it slavery all over again. They want to have ownership. 
so we don't have any power and they're basically the dominant race so of course they're not gonna care about us killing each other that's why it takes them so long to get to the crime scene when we do kill each other and it's horrible like it's unacceptable it's disgusting and at this point like that's literally a mental illness in my opinion I have a problem so my problem is I hate this it like it, it irritates me if you um if you look around in society you'll see a teenager a little girl or a little boy will be killed or get killed and no one act like it's normal. Like they, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase it. They act like it's normal. Like yeah, they normalize. If Sasha get, huh? Yeah, they normalize the murder. Yeah, like that's supposed to happen. So little Sasha will get killed, and she'll be on the news. They'll say little eleven year old Sasha got killed, and everybody will be like, "Oh, that's so sad," and then move on with their lives. But a celebrity get killed, and it's like the whole world's about to end. I don't understand how you pick and choose. And, not to cut you off, uh-huh. also, if a young man who's a teenager gets killed, they automatically label him, oh, he was probably one of those little thugs anyway, or find an old picture or try to dig up dirt on the person or any black person. And bring up something that happened in their past that was a mistake and then say, oh, well, basically they deserved it. Because I've seen plenty of cases where it was a young teenage boy who got shot. He ended up making it to the news and they pull up a picture of him with a gun in his hand and say he basically deserved it or he was probably looking to get killed because he was into stuff he didn't have no business. That's Mm -hmm. unacceptable as well. But you can go ahead and carry on with your statement. I just, I fear, like, I fear this world. Um, And then it's like, I have nieces and nephews. So, of course, in my everyday life, I'm worrying about them because, of course, we always have those stories. Um, Maggie sitting down at the kitchen table eating dinner and she gets killed. And and no one makes a big deal out of it, especially if she's an African-American little girl. So it it scares me. And I think I talked to you about this before, Brianna, one time we were on FaceTime. And I was telling you how I don't like to eat inside my kitchen. Um, I don't know if you remember me talking about that. Like, so Briefly, but you I, didn't get into like super detail about it. But I do remember the conversation. So basically, we have the kitchen and then we have the dining room. So the dining room is like next to windows, like wide open windows. And I'm not going to say I stay in a bad area, but it can be. So, imagine it scares me when I look on the news and I see coincidentally someone got killed sitting at their kitchen table or sitting in the living room. So, it scares me to eat at my kitchen table because I think that I'll accidentally get shot or killed. And I feel like nobody should have to live in fear like that where you are scared to sit at your kitchen table and eat dinner because you think that might be your last night and your last meal. Like... I'm seriously scared. Like, I don't eat at my kitchen table because I'm scared that it just might be my last time sitting there. And you have every right to feel that way because bullets don't have a name. They'll come through your kitchen window fast and you not even know you shot until it's too late until you look down and see blood because there's been situations where your whole body could be calm and relaxed to where you're not in shock and you don't even know you're shot. Mm-hmm. So... There's that, and as a member of being on this show, like, 
I'm speaking for me and heaven when I say if y'all don't get the cops that killed Breonna Taylor in her house, I swear this this is like the most important thing. Like, what? Y'all let all of them get off with going into this woman's house for a mistaken identity and mm-hmm. shooting his wife. He got arrested but he got released because he was the wrong person. What? But he lost his family. I, like, what? Oh, wow. That, like, no. If y'all don't get them cops, if y'all don't get the cops that killed George Floyd, and if y'all don't get the cops that killed Elijah McClain, too, he was, I think he was autistic. Mm-hmm. He explained to them he couldn't breathe. He was saying that he's an introvert. He doesn't mess with people. He don't like going home. He was crying, explaining to him he's different. You can even tell by looking at him that he's different. And y'all killed him anyway. Like, the cycle got to end at some point. And it don't just end with them. It got to end with us, too. Because I done lost a friend in gun violence. And I still have to literally live with that for the rest of my life because he got shot the day before my birthday july 19th every year since 2012 has literally been a bittersweet moment for me because my own friends forgot my birthday because they were still grieving and overwhelmed because they lost their brother i was supposed to go out all type of stuff and it all got messed up because he got shot for mistaken identity. So, it's like... And that's what I was about to ask you, Brianna. Um, you kind of hit it on the spot. Um, have you ever... or well, apparently you did, but anybody other than that? And if so, as you know, this podcast is to express ourselves, our feelings, our emotions. Um, and anybody else who wants to express themselves, you're always welcome on here. But, Brianna, um, if you don't mind going into details about people that you lost, if you want to, if you don't, um, and how you lost them exactly. Yeah, like, I've had, there was this girl that I went to school with, and her name is Deja. Um, she was beautiful. Dance, on track. I think she was, yeah, she was in modeling troupe, which we had different extracurricular programs at the high mm-hmm. school I went to. She was sitting outside. She got shot and killed, and she didn't even get to see her senior year. Um, there's been, there was two boys that I also went to high school with. They both got shot on the same day at the same time. Like it was a drive by shooting and both of them got killed and they wasn't even the right people. Like if y'all going to use these guns and y'all trying to get back at whoever did whatever to you, please think about making sure you at least hit the right target if you're going to do that, even though you shouldn't in the first place. But hit the target, not innocent bystanders that didn't do anything to you. Because you making that mama have to cry over that casket and bury her baby. And that is not something that you can just come back from. Because I didn't seen plenty of mothers have to bury their kid and it ate them alive. Wow. You're not realizing who y'all taking these people from. You're taking people from their kids, from their mothers, from their wives or significant other that they're dating. Like, it's 
too much. And some of y'all only care. No. I'm going to say this. It's all fun and games until one of your homies get killed and then you crying. Right. You just killed 15 different people in one week. Literally went up and down everybody's block, shooting up the whole block. But when it's one of your close relatives or your baby get killed, now you want to cry. Now you want to say, I lost my dog. (laughs) Where the hell was this energy at when you killed somebody else's family? You wasn't thinking about that then. Karma definitely is real. So y'all need to be careful. I don't understand, like, um, I don't understand how humans think as far as when it comes to killing. Because if you think about it, you're killing this person and, like, you, you can never, you can't bring this person back. So I just don't understand how they go forward and take actions as far as doing this, knowing that you can't. This person is not going to return. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it is some cold, evil-hearted people out here. I would also like to share a couple of people that I lost only to acknowledge them because since they've been gone, I haven't only because, like, it, it it's really hurtful. But I have lost five people within the last two years. One, it started off with a close friend that I went to school with. Um, I won't say her name um, because... I just I just don't want to. Um, but I lost her last year. We actually share the same birthday. So, like, every time my birthday comes around, it, it can be really depressing. But I try to live in the moment because of her. Like, she was a very happy person. Like, every time my birthday was coming up, she would text me the day before and the day of. Like, yo, like, you know, our birthday coming up, heaven, like, we about to turn up. So, like, every time my birthday comes around, that's the first thing I think about is her. Um, she got killed um, literally... I guess she went out with the wrong... We ne- They never really got into the full story, but I'm going to give you guys a brief story of what I know. She went out with the wrong person. Um, an older guy who was very, very, very older than her. And um, he took her to Indiana and he tied her to a pole and he killed her. And I haven't heard from her since then, obviously, because she's not here anymore with us. But I know she that she's in my heart. So every day I try to live and like, you know, when I get sad, sometimes I'll think about her like cheering me up or just watching over me. Um, also, my mom lost her sister uh, about a year ago, not even a year ago. I want to say less than a year ago. Um, she was out west and um, she she's a little she's not she's a little um, autistic. Um, but like my thing is the people that kill her, they stabbed her. Um, in the chest, and they killed her. Um, she was 40-something. Um, and she had a very good spirit. Like, she's very free-spirited. And, like, she lived every day like it was her last, which is why when she passed away, it was like I said that she lived a damn good life because that lady party hard. And she didn't care what <laughs> nobody said. She would curse them out. Like, she always was cursing somebody out. Like, every day we looked up, she was on live cursing somebody out. Like, she lived a good life. And when I was upset, she would come over here and be like, girl, F them. Like, F them. Like, I loved her. Um, So, that's one. And then I also lost a cousin a couple of weeks ago. Maybe a month ago, I want to say. He got killed outside of his house. They just shot him and killed him. Um, and then also a couple of months ago, I lost two close friends to me. 
um they weren't really close friends of me but they were people that I looked up to like I really really looked up to them like all the time like I would go stalk them to see what they were doing (laughs) (laughs) I did because like they really inspired me like they went off to college um I think it was like they were a couple goals they died together to um LGBT community people um so it was her and her girlfriend um we went to school together like somebody was messing with me they would come up to me when I was sad and I would write something on Facebook they would always come comment under it or they'll inbox me like you're beautiful so like it really hit hard when to know that they were gone they were inside of a car and somebody came, came up and killed them both so they died together um so like you know just in Chicago it can be a struggle and um I feel like Teen trauma is definitely really big, not even in Chicago, just the world, period, because, like, people are just becoming really reckless with this killing stuff. Like, it's just getting way out of hand. And um, I'm not going to go on and on and on, but, Rihanna, I want to say, do you think that we can change as far as a society, as far as killing? As far as society, No. I feel like we can make progress and make some type of change to avoid it because mm-hmm. like I told you when I had this conversation with you a minute ago, I plan on opening a building that is to showcase talents of kids that are in the arts so they don't have to be wrapped up in this bullshit that we call life because mm-hmm. I don't want to see a child not be able to cross that stage and make their parent proud, especially the kids that I know who's lost their parents mm-hmm. or trying to prove a point to at least make their loved one proud and be something when they grow up. I want to set up a foundation and an opportunity for a child to be able to have somewhere safe to go. There's going to be opportunities for you to have social groups where you can talk about your week, make progress, make sure you do your homework, keep your grades up, because you definitely have to have a grade point average of at least, like, (laughs) 2.0, no, not even 2.0, like, 2.9 or close to 3.0 in order for you to be able to do this, because it starts with your education, and it's a lot of people who don't make it to their graduation because they either get killed because of gun violence or they just simply drop out because they don't have no inspiration and they get wrapped up in shit that's going to lead to gun violence. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to see that. So I feel like the people who are above us, like the generation ahead of us, they trying to talk, but talking is not getting anywhere. People Mm -hmm. need to actually make that step and put that foot forward to setting up something for them to look forward to, like have a fundraiser and raise money to take your kids or a group of kids on a field trip out of the state, show them stuff that they've never seen before. So they have stuff to look forward to when they become adults. Absolutely. And I feel like that's another thing. Put different extracurricular activities that you normally don't see in high schools so mm-hmm. they can experiment with different stuff because I've never seen besides the predominantly white neighborhoods where they have the bougie little golf club, the lacrosse team and mm-hmm. the swim team. 
we don't have most of that stuff no more in black nope, schools. We don't. And if they do, they are all the way in suburbs in whole other states that ain't Chicago. So I it's like with you. We definitely need more stuff for our youth, like in our community. Because growing up, I used to always like camping. Like for example, as a little girl, I always, always, always wanted to go camping. And you know what people would say to me? That's not a black people thing. Exactly. Like, you are literally setting yourself up to be a statistic and that is extremely ignorant that you stunting your growth because you feel like everything has to be white in order for it to be fun. Right. Like people say skydiving is fun. But black people say that's white people shit. Let me explain something to you. The only reason why you say that is because that is slave mentality. Black people mm-hmm. have been getting lynched since slavery and before slavery and are still getting lynched now in different parts of the world. So you're scared because you don't want to jump from no plane or jump from anything where you dangling from a cord. And I understand that, but open your eyes to more things. So you won't have a closed minded child come into the world and think everything is white and not look forward to nothing but playing basketball and football. Cause that's all they think we good for is being in the NBA. That's, that's pretty much where they put black people in it, playing football in the NBA running track or basically playing a ratchet role in a movie like that's mm-hmm. literally or a slave movie like it's too much they need to add black history into schools and give them their real history so mm-hmm. they don't think that this bullshit they put in these social studies books right with a white man on the front of it books, oh my gosh man look <laughs> like it's just too much going on and for the most part we just need to have a bigger horizon for the future that's coming in to have to look forward to. Like, I don't think that this is going to get any better unless we start making a change and also stop going, spending your money with these white people who don't give a fuck about you either. Like these are the same people who will racially profile you and get you shot by the police just because you walking in the store. Cause they think cause you're black, you don't have the money for it. Like that's another thing you need to, start really thinking about what we can do now so the future is not shitty later because at this point history keep repeating itself over and over again the same shit that happened in every different era from slavery to segregation in the 80s the 90s the 70s the 80s the 90s all of that the same stuff happened then is just happening in a different light now so I don't think we can change society, but we can take steps to make progress. That's my honest opinion. I feel like... What do you think? um, I think that... uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to change overnight. I do think that it's possible, but we can't keep on, you know, requesting stuff from everybody if we're not doing stuff within ourselves. Like, I see a lot of this protesting and stuff is going on, but we got people in the house just watching TV and sharing the stuff. Yeah, sharing is good enough. I mean, I'm sorry. Sharing is good enough, but why don't you get off your butt and go out there and protest too? Like, you and know. put your mask on because Corona right. is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Of course, put your mask on, but like, you know, 
just talking, like, for example, I want to say something too, I'm going to get back to it, but just talking and saying what you want to change and how you want it to change and how it's said is not going to change it. Like, you need to take steps forward and what you want also. And then if that means going out and, and, and you know, protesting, I think that you should definitely get off your butt and do it. Even when it comes to um, voting, like, I know a lot of us don't even do that. Um, they complain and stuff like that. Oh, y'all gonna it... get that orange Cheeto the fuck up out of office this year. <laughs> I don't care. You, I'm, I'm dragging heaven to the voting polls with me. I don't care. You're 18 now, so it's over with. You're voting. There is nothing else to talk about. Because that orange fat, ooh, I do not like him. I will never like him. And he's part of the reason why we're dealing with a lot of shit now. Because he allowing it to happen. And he told the police not to be nice to our ass and start mm. being more aggressive. So, and he said it. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up on YouTube. That press conference that he had where he gave that little bullshit speech, he told them, don't play nice. And they even put it in an episode of this show that I used to watch called Tales, which is basically a show based off of music, but they highlight some of the issues that we're dealing with now as far as police brutality far as violence in general and they label black lives matter as a fucking terrorist group and that's like what the terrorist is these niggas in blue that that that's who the terrorists are <laughs> motherfuckers with a blue uniform and a badge that's exactly who the terrorists are um Brianna you said something earlier about like bringing more programs to our youth in our community in our city um i wanted to ask you something like you said that you plan on opening up your own organization as far as, you know, what yes. you need to do. Um, I hear you speaking about it, but when do you think that you will start taking actions on it? Once I raise $10,000 so I can get my building. <laughs> I have so, to work first and yeah. I have to get fundraisers started. So it starts with me doing little stuff. It takes me baby steps. I have to work a job. I have to put money to the side to start fundraising so I can make extra money on top of my income and then start putting into an account the money towards my building. And I done got plenty of people offer me grants, but I have to make an effort to at least get half of it. So it's more of a money thing. It's a financial thing right now that's kind of holding me back. Mm -hmm. But as far as the vision and the blueprint of how I want it, that's already set. Like, I don't even need to. Like, I plan on before. That's going to be my Christmas gift to myself is me buying my LLC so nobody steals my name, which I'm not going to say on this show right now because I don't got time for y'all stealing my idea. But right. that's let not us the point. Know, sis. Let us know. We want to know the tea. <laughs> but I'll let you know once everything is finalized as far as me getting my LLC because that means it's the name for it is bought out already. So I don't have to worry about all will. I'm going to take her idea and even take it in room. No. I'm going to actually show action, but I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, caught between a pimp and a hard place right now. But it's right. all good. I'm going to get there. I feel you, especially due to this pandemic. Like, it has brought a lot of us down. Um, and and we're going to get back up, though. We're going to get back up to this, period. Exactly. Um, I definitely I have an organization that I would like to work on also. Um, I feel like we don't have enough black African American mentors in our community. So if I was to ever start my own organization, it would definitely be a um mentor and mini type of thing. Um, only because like I knew how it feels 
wanting that one mentor to look up to because there was nobody around me in my community to look up to um, besides social media. And I feel like it, there should be more people inside the school system boosting our Black African-American queens and kings up. Um, so definitely that would be something that I would want to work on. Um, I don't know if I want to start on it because, you know, it's it's never too early and it's never too late. So I'll definitely start looking into it because um, we definitely need more Black entrepreneurs and stuff like that around. Um, but I don't really have too much more to say about this. Um, anybody who have lost somebody, um, I'm sending all my love to you guys. Um, and it's definitely going to be okay. Um, I know you can't get that loved one back, but I'm pretty sure that they are watching over you. Um, and I'm sorry. Um, is, Brianna, is there anything you want to add on to that? And I'm also sending my condolences to anybody who's lost anybody to gun violence or violence in general, whether it's from a bystander on the street or a police officer. And I just want y'all to know that if you not helping become a part of the change, you are part of the problem. And that's just period. <laughs> um, well, I'm sending love to you guys. I'm pretty sure Brianna is too. Um, we're definitely, we don't just come on here to speak. All of us, I'm pretty sure Brianna's going to take action on what she said, and I am too. Um, give us time. Um, we will definitely be a change to this community. Um, and we're out. Adios, amigos.